Hey there, before you get into today's podcast episode, I want to let you know that the doors for the quantum activation are open now. I'm beyond excited to share this program with you. It was entirely channeled through and I followed the exact guidance from my spiritual team for how to create a powerful transformation for light leaders who are desiring to activate their abundance, step into their soul purpose and really step into their psychic abilities. Now, let me be clear. This isn't a course. This is an activation and it's immersive. You'll be receiving intensive upgrades and transmission to shift your entire energetic system so that you can magnetize your dream business and life to you. As a light leader, the next level you, the next level of abundance, inspiration, clarity, purpose, it's available to you. And in order to receive it, you need to rise up to claim it and activate your quantum self. This activation program will do just that. We'll get clear on your soul path. We'll get clear on your blocks and what's holding you back. You'll meet your spiritual teams and guides and receive their guidance. You'll shift your money blocks and step into your divine abundance so that you can become your next level self and create the business and life you dream of. Magnetize your money and create the impact that you're truly here for. This energetic work is the foundational work to create a successful soul aligned business. The success you've been dreaming of is on a different frequency and it's time to rise up to claim it. Join me in the quantum activation. You can find more information on my website www.athenabailey.com or just click on more info in the podcast section. Now back to this episode of Light Leaders. Welcome to the Light Leaders podcast where I'll show you how to step into the light leader that you were born to be. If you're wanting to align with your soul purpose, activate your psychic abilities, and to create an impactful and abundant business, you're in the right place. My name is Athena Bailey, and I'm a trans channeler, a kinesiologist, and a business coach. And I'm here to remind you of the divinity you have within you, the soul purpose that guides you through life, and how through your business, you can create the huge spiritual shift into 5D that we're all here for. In this podcast, you'll receive spiritual teachings for your business, manifestation techniques to quantum leap, channelings with energetic activations, and tried and tested business strategies specifically for spiritual entrepreneurs. If you're ready to kickstart your ascension and align with your higher self, let's get started. Hello and welcome to this episode of Light Leaders. I'm your host, Athena Bailey, and in today's episode, I'm going to be talking about the 12 universal laws of manifestation as dictated to me by Melchior in a trans-channeling session. So in this episode, I'm going to go pretty deep into manifestation techniques, and when we are manifesting, it is important for us to actually be working in alignment with these laws manifestation you know every single time that I've channeled on manifestation my guides the beings that I connect to hardly any of them actually call it manifestation to them it's creation it's co-creation I feel like manifestation is a term that we really use here they I've also heard them call it alchemy quite a few times too but it's something that spirit since he end of last year really when I started channeling the Syrian collective who were giving me information about co-creation, alchemy, in they were essentially saying that the way we are manifesting at the moment on earth is outdated and that there are new methods that are relevant including using our Merkaba for example. 
And so in a channeling on the weekend, I had a being called Melchior who has shown up multiple times for me whenever I'm doing my manifestation work. So I do believe that manifestation work is really important if you have a soul aligned spiritual business. Like, it should be a core fundamental part of it. Just as important as your mindset work, just as important as your strategy. Where is the business actually going? What are you creating for the future of your business? That's the manifestation work you want to be doing or the co-creation work you want to be doing in it. And so I do manifestation work quite regularly, almost every day if I can. And Melchior has been showing up a lot and he is actually our galactic logos and he is a guide and being that is working with us light workers on earth at the moment and he came through and dictated to us these 12 universal laws of manifesting and it's something that I want to cover today with you and to share with you because I do feel that a lot of them you'll be like mm, okay I know that I'm aware of that but then some of them you'll be like, ah, yeah, that makes sense. I wasn't aware of that or I wasn't using that. And I'll share with you the kind of techniques that I use for each one of those laws to make sure that when I am manifesting, I am working with those various laws. And it's just kind of having that awareness and understanding of the function of our world, of our universe, and how we can create within it because we are creators. That is our nature. We are creators and it is our divine birthright to co-create this world around us, that is a power innate to us. And when you're creating your business, you're co-creating a new reality and you impact for the world. And so it's important to claim that creator, creatrix aspect of you so you can create the reality you desire that's going to shift the world into the new age that we're all here for. So I'm just gonna go ahead and start talking through these various laws, there are 12 of them. So the first one that came through is Physical matter dictates that only those that know how to transcend the physical third dimension are able to harness the elemental kingdom and its energies. So essentially, that's talking about being able to and understanding the energetic nature of all of those things, that everything is interlinked, that it's not just physical matter but it's transcending that and understanding the etheric nature of that. And I also want to touch here, you know, with the elemental kingdom, pretty much any, any of the elements that we're working with, it has an etheric deva nature spirit that is working with it. And it's important to have an awareness and understanding of this, particularly if you are working a lot with crystals. Two, the universal law of abundance states that there are unlimited supply of all that is and all can be con conjured and called forward. Scarcity does not exist. So with this one, it's essentially saying that if you desire it, there is enough for you. A lot of people are like, there's not enough for me. I see this with people with money. They're like, if I'm abundant, it means someone else is poor. Me having more money is taking away from someone else, which is not the case. This is the supply of abundance, that more can be created, more can be supplied to you divinely. So it's really moving away from scarcity or this feeling of fear of there's not enough for me. Three, 
Those who transform matter must be aware of the spiritual divinity that exists within them. Whether they use it for good or not is up to them. However, they must be aware of the energies that lie within them. So this is again coming back to that spiritual nature, the divinity. We must understand that we are energetic beings and we are working with energies in our manifestation process. So like these ones, you know, that it's almost like that awareness. So number four, reciprocity. To create, one must give through a life force, through energy. By creating energies, one gives to them to one's creation. So I love this one because we need energy to create, right? So the more universal energy that you're channeling through your body into yourself, the faster you manifest. This is why psychics and healers, they manifest really quickly because they're constantly kind of accessing these higher vibrational energies, this life force energy is pouring through them. And so they're manifesting really quickly because they have a lot of energy to make things happen. And the energy that we have within us gives power, gives strength to our manifestation. So if you're creating something and you're sending that the energy you have in your heart to amplify it, charge it up, the more energy you have in your heart, the faster that will manifest. So this is really about ensuring that you're bringing down light into your body every single day and activating and opening up your energetic centers as much as possible. Five, karma. All that you create comes back to you Create for good and you receive good. So this is more about thinking about how what you manifest, what you put out into the world, how it's going to affect you. And so, you know, creating good ripples creates more good ripples and so on. So it's kind of like that ripple effect. Six, the luminosity effect. Co-creation that is done under the supervision of the higher masters allows your manifestations to have speed and currency through them. So this is really about working with your guides. So... When you manifest, you should be calling in your spiritual teachers, spiritual guides, your ancestors, your angels, and allowing them to support you. They're going to send energy to your co-creations. They're going to supervise and ensure things line up. And I talk about this in a whole other separate podcast, um, manifesting with your spirit guides. And I'm going to recommend that you check that out if you want to go deeper into this, because this specific law is the one that I use mostly for my manifestation work. Seven. Free will. You must not interfere with another's free will during a process of co-creation. So this is almost like if you were, you wouldn't want to manifest a specific person to fall in love with you or have a relationship with you. You're trying to influence their free will and we don't want to do that when we manifest. So it's really important that we don't cross that free will law because that will otherwise come back to us karmically. Eight. Energetic infinity. What is created will never die. It will only be transformed, meaning it was never not in existence. It already is in existence because it can never die, so it was never born. It just is. So this is kind of confusing, but essentially what it's saying is that all potentials are already in existence. And I love this because quantum physics backs this up. All potentials exist. All potentialities exist in this universe and it's when we tune into that specific potential that it starts to respond to us so what it's saying that you're not kind of creating from something new you're literally tuning into something that is already in existence because the energy is already there it was never born it will never die it just is so we're really transcending the third dimensional laws nine 
the hermetic principles and understanding of these. So the hermetic principles, using them, is something that you can make sure that you're actually aware of. And I'm just going to quickly touch on them here because I feel that it is relevant. So you might have heard of the Hermetic Laws. You might already be really familiar with them. Um, they were channeled by Thoth, I believe, into this world. And they actually talk about um, the seven Hermetic Laws of our reality. So the first one of them is the principle of mentalism. So this is the all is mind, the universal is mental. And it's essentially that our thoughts are real, all is connected through thought forms and energy. The second is the principle of correspondence, as above, so below, as below, so above. So everything is linked and you can think about this, you know, um, as a sacred geometry that we have, like the tree of life, you can find it in all parts of nature. The principle of vibration, nothing rests, everything moves, everything vibrates. So this is obviously everything is energetic. There is no still thing. The principle of polarity. Everything is dual. Everything has poles. Everything has its pair of opposites. Like and unlike are the same. Opposites are identical in nature, but different in degree. Extremes meet. So this is really a third dimensional truth of our reality. And that is that we have polarity here. Until we transcend polarity, we can't go to the fifth dimension. As long as we're in the third dimension and haven't ascended, we can't pretend like polarity doesn't exist either. It affects us. So really being aware of this principle. The principle of gender. So gender is in everything and it's masculine and feminine energy. It's not about being a man or a woman. It's an energy. So the masculine energy is like the action the protection, the doing, the feminine energy is receiving, creating, being, right? And a man can be predominantly have feminine energy within him. And a woman can have predominantly masculine energy here. It's not about man, woman. However, the physical manifestation of masculine energy turns into a male body. That's all it is. So these two energies exist on every single level, physically, emotionally, mentally, um, energetically. And so they affect everything. So it's important that even in your manifestation work, you're working with those masculine and feminine principles. The principle of rhythm. Everything flows in and out. Everything has its tide. And it's here that we're talking about the pendulum swing that manifests in everything and that there's a rhythm to the world, a rhythm to nature. And the principle of cause and effect. There is no chance. Like everything happens for a reason and it's related to this law. Every cause has its effect. Every effect has its cause. So you can go deeper into those hermetic laws and principles yourself, but it's just what was coming through in the channeling is it's just important to actually consider these for yourself. Ten. So the 10th law as channeled by Melchior, sacred geometry. It is an amplifier and when used correctly, it utilizes the laws of Mother Earth to co-create. At the base of all creation on your Earth exists a spiral. Utilize this for your manifestation work. So it's interesting because this isn't the first time that sacred geometry has come up when they've spoken to us about manifestation work. The Syrian collective that I was channeling last year talked about using um, the flower of life geometry in our manifestation and literally told us to stand on it and sit on it when we're manifesting. 
Melchior talks about working with the spiral and the Fibonacci sequence. So, for example, when I do my manifestation work, I put myself into a crystal grid and the crystals are all activated and programmed and charged up. And they're put around us into a Fibonacci sequence that amplifies the manifestation. So working with the sacred geometry, the laws of that. 11. Trust. There is no room for doubt or for fear in these processes. You are utilizing the laws of the universe. There is no room for confusion or fear or doubt. So trust is a big one. You know, as soon as we're starting to doubt or get confused about what it is that we're wanting to manifest, we're pushing it away from us. We actually have to lean into trust, even if it's taking longer for it to show up than you desire. Even if you're having a hard time, you actually here need to lean into trust. I trust that it's showing up. I'm trusting the universe that it's bringing it to me in the best and highest way for myself. I trust that God, that my guides have heard my prayers and that it's coming to me. Lean into that trust. Twelve. All that is thought must come to form, if not in this dimension, then in others. This is a really powerful one, and it um, connects to that first hermetic principle of mentalism. Our thoughts are real, tangible things. They don't just kind of exist out there. Whatever we're thinking actually goes and creates. It affects the world. It affects how we interact with things. They've done studies where your thoughts actually can change plants and water and all of that. So our thoughts are these tangible energies, right? And the thoughts that you think about your life, about yourself, are really, really powerful. So it's important that you notice what thoughts you're thinking and are they supportive of your manifestation or not? If you're doing manifestation work on money every day and you're saying, I want to be more abundant, I want to bring in more money, but you think to yourself all the time, I'm not worthy, I'm not good enough. I, it's, I have to work really hard to make a lot of money. Is that actually supportive of you? Is that supporting what you're wanting to manifest or is that pushing it away? But if you're thinking money comes to me easily and quickly, money supports my desires. That's a very different energy that you're sending out into the world. So it's really important for you to be doing that work. And that's another reason why if you're not doing mindset work yet, it's important that you do. These are the 12 laws as channeled by Melchior. And when you create, he says to use these principles to move your desires into physical reality. And to be honest, you're probably working with most of the laws already without knowing it, but there are a few here that you can really start to use as well to amplify and to add to your manifestation work. Because the truth is we are creators. We're here to create. Creating is your birthright. And there's a power within each of us that we need to learn to access that allows us to co-create in this world because we are co-creators. And even affirm that to yourself that you are a co-creator. You're here to create a different world. And there's this quote that I love that's most likely going to resonate with you, that you don't fit into this world because you're here to create a new one. And I want you to really reflect on that, like what that actually means. You're here specifically to co-create the new world, the new paradigm, right? You are a co-creator. You're sent here to co-create. And so you knowing how to manifest, you being able to manifest, you knowing how to co-create is vital. It's vital for your mission. It's vital for your work. 
And for most of you, your business is going to be a vehicle for that change, for that soul work, that soul mission that you're here to do, to create. And so the more time you spend manifesting your business, the greater impact it's going to have on this world and the faster we co-create this new paradigm that we're here for. So really accessing and understanding the importance of you being a co-creator is vital. And you get to create what it is that you desire because what you're desiring is vital for your soul work and your soul mission. You need money to be able to have an impact, to be supported, to do your soul work. A successful business is the vehicle for your soul path. Having a soulmate relationship amplifies this. So you get to have what you want. You don't need to suffer while you complete your soul purpose. You get to do it joyfully, easily, gracefully. And that is a choice. And you can make that choice and to manifest all the things that are going to make this journey on earth, this lifetime here, really fun and supportive to you. I also did a training today in the new paradigm of Lightworkers, my Facebook group, where I talked a lot about manifestation tips, techniques, and why perhaps if you've been manifesting for a while, you're having a hard time and it's not showing up. So I do recommend uh, go check that out. The training is there and I'll really take you through things like worthiness, receiving, allowing, and identifying those belief systems that are or aren't supporting you anymore. So you can actually reach the next level of what you're trying to manifest. Thank you for tuning into this episode of Light Leaders Podcast. I'm your host, Athena Bailey. If you enjoyed this episode, I'd be so grateful if you subscribed and left a review. Each month, I randomly pick someone who's left a review to win a one-on-one session with me. So if you'd like to win that, leave a review. Sending you so much love and I'll see you on the next episode of Light Leaders.